morning, as the word of the Lord came to us today through Sister Judy, it just, uh, well, it just spoke to me. He says to bow down. And what I saw was, if, if I'm going to bow down, look at this. My eyes are off of everything. I am totally dependent upon the Lord right now for my protection. I can't see behind me. I can't see around me. See, I, I got a habit. I want to watch everything. I need you, Lord, but you know I'll take care of some things myself. And He's saying, "Bow down before me." Number one, total submission. Then as I raise up, my eyes on Him. Now follow Him, not anything else. To total submit to Him and to trust Him. And folks, that's <laughs> it. Might seem very simple. That is the key, right there. I mean, so awesome this. But first is bowing down to Him and, and, and trusting Him. You know, I mean, a lot of us, and a lot of maybe the veterans, a lot of folks, we're used to doing things ourselves. You know, we're going to do, do our own ways, okay? And it's okay to do things yourself if God is doing it with you. <laughs> but man, when we take things back in our own hands, He said, "Bow down to Me. You're going to worship Me. And when you do this, you're going, you know, I'm trusting You, Lord. I give it up. I, I surrender to You." But then when you raise up, man, your eyes on Him, on the cross, on His Word, and follow Him. I mean, it's just beautiful. It just, uh, and, and just everything, all the, the uh, our worship songs and stuff today, it's just, oops. You know, your grace has found me just as I am, empty-handed. You have nothing to give God. I, Lord, I have nothing. I place myself in your hands. <laughs> Forever I'm changed by your love and the presence of your majesty. Changed in his love. Well, people won't understand that. They don't know the master. But you're changed. You're a different person. And maybe the world hasn't seen it yet, but you know, don't you? You know that you you know he's here. You had a big ugly void in your heart, in your spiritual heart, and he's filling that in. Wow. Now we just get this stupid flesh to line up with the word of God, amen. But he is. Our God is an encouraging God, a loving God for those who submit to him. Wow. That's that's awesome. I mean he's still a loving, caring God even for those who don't submit to him. But they don't enjoy his presence. They don't enjoy his his warmth. You know, oh, it, it's just it's just total surrender. And man, when you when we do that, oh, everything you're ever going to do has already been decided in the Word of God how to do it. Just do it. Oh my! And and I say it quite often. God says, "My ways are not your ways." You know, so when you think, man, this is too far out for me to do it. When you're reading the Word of God, that's when you want to do it. You know, that's when He shows Himself. You know, you know. I'm just, uh, you know, just past couple of years, I've been repenting, seeking the Lord more. The churches have been, you know, and a lot of the churches are waking up and realizing, man, we fell asleep and stuff. And I look back to the election on Tuesday, man, man, you guys did your part. You know, you you prayed, you seek the Lord, we voted, man, and and we want to trust God. Now, awesome. We we did our part to establish 
Caldy Principles back in our country. But watch the hand of your God move. He'll honor you for honoring Him. So I just, I just thank God for what He's doing. I really, really do, you know. But yeah, every time we had another praise and worship song, they, oh man, I got another message. I got, oh man, just it really speaking to me today. And was, our sister brought out the word, and we just all brought it together. It just, uh, it, it's just beautiful, man. God dwells in the presence of His people. If we worship Him, I tell you what, man. And you are somebody. And, uh, but today, if I can bring the message out as God put it in my heart. Uh, uh, what's that? Yeah, well, I'm not quite done yet with things, huh? Yeah, I'm going to be all over the place today. I think I am. You know how that is. <laughs> I know. And uh, I, I, I want to apologize to my wife for a moment because I didn't realize what I was doing earlier. I love that song, I Honor to Serve. And I can't, I have to sing it. And halfway through, I thought, uh-oh, I'm doing it. I was singing in the ear, and I don't sing on, I don't sing on rhythm, you know, and I, I thank the Lord He brought that my attention. He politely said, shut up, <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, I just, uh, uh, it's just about like, we're having a, boy, a great time, and me and Kenny are clapping, okay, we're all beat all the whole way, right, Kenny? But we're enjoying the Lord, but, uh, so yeah, so I just thank the Lord that I could hear His voice, so. Mm. But I'd like for us to turn today to the uh, the book of Matthew, chapter eighteen. Verse twenty twenty one we're gonna start at today. And again reading from the Passion Translation. Uh, I said Matthew eighteen twenty one, correct? Okay, so make sure because sometimes I don't. <laughs> so later Peter approached Jesus and said, How many times do I have to forgive my fellow believer who keeps offending me? Seven times? And Jesus answered, Not seven times, Peter, but seventy times, seven times. The lessons of forgiveness in heaven's kingdom realm can be illustrated like this. Mm. There once was a king who had servants who had borrowed money from the royal treasury. He decided to settle accounts with each one of them. As he began the process, it came to his attention that one of his servants owed him one billion dollars. Wow. One billion dollars. Man, can you imagine that? I mean, you know what it's like when your rent's coming due. <laughs> you gotta a billion how much weight would you be carrying? How much depression would you be carrying with, oh, a billion? How can I? Oh, my. So we know where he's coming from right now. I mean, this guy is really squished. He don't know what to do with himself. You ever been there before? Ever done that? So much weight you're carrying with it? Ah, oh, man. So, the king summoned the servant before him and said to him, Pay me what you owe me. And when his servant was unable to repay his debt, the king ordered that he be sold as a slave along with his wife and children and every possession they own as payment towards the debt. Ah! What jumps out to me is, 
Maybe his wife and children did not inquire that debt. Maybe the way he was living his life caused his family to acquire that debt. But look who's paying the penalty of it. His wife, his children, everything he has. Oh, man. But the servant, he threw himself face down at his master's feet and begged for mercy. Please be patient with me. Just give me more time and I will repay you all that I owe. Upon hearing his pleas, the king had compassion on his servant and released him. The boy did more than released him and forgave his entire debt. I mean, dudes, I mean, guys, how rich can he be if he can forgive a billion dollar debt? Oh my, I want to know this guy. You know what I'm saying? A billion dollars to the guy was fiberglassing. It was just, ah, oh, it's impossible. But when he pled, just give me more time, give me more time, and I'll pay the debt. Man, he knew that this guy could never pay the debt. He could never pay back a billion dollars of debt flipping burgers at McDonald's. He knew that. So instead of to extend his stress and put that burden upon the family, when he pled to him, give me more time, he said, now I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to take away your debt. Can you imagine? Let's all walk into the bank tomorrow. Okay, and bring whatever money, your bills, not your money, but the bills that you have. Oh man, and, and plead to the banker. Man, just give me more time. <sighs> you think, well, I can sell this, I can sell that, I'll make a payment. And he says, hey, listen, hey, hey listen, I'll do better than that. I won't give you more time. I'm going to forgive your debt. Oh, nothing, boom. How happy would you be leaving the bank? Some of you rejoice. Hey, awesome, awesome. But some of us might go to the next bank and borrow money again. You know what I'm saying? But those who rejoice, man, the freedom you have, ah. Oh, man, this is where he's at right now, man. The freedom, all. Oh, thank you, man. You deliver my children. You deliver my wife. The things I have is mine now. Oh, man, thank you, King. Thank you, King. I, 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 just, I owe my life to you. And he walks out, going down the street. Man, well, let's see what happens next. But no sooner had the servant left when he met one of his fellow servants who owed him $20,000. Now, I've never seen $20,000 at one lump. I've never seen a billion dollars in one lump. But I think if they're all $1 bills, I think the billion have a lot more space than the 20. Amen? So he comes across this, this guy who owed him $20,000. So he seized him by the throat and began to choke him, saying, You better pay me right now everything you owe me. Wow! The key here says, No sooner had the servant left. He just left having his debt paid for entirely. I mean, I, I mean... I truly want to know where his his heart was when he's talking to the king. I wonder if his did he have compassion for his family, for his wife, his children. Oh, king, give me more time, please! Don't put my wife, my kids, don't put them in jail. Don't take that. Give me more time. Was he interceding for his, to to help his family, or was he just thinking about himself? 
Hey, just give me more time. I'll pay it. He got rid of all. Oh, man, that's awesome. Woo. We might say, hey, he can afford that. Yeah, that billion dollars is nothing to him. And we walk, and the heart has never changed. The very next sentence we see, his heart was never changed. Because it says he came across a friend or a person that owed him $20,000, and he grabbed them and, and threw them face down at his feet. No, oh, hang on. He seized him by the throat and began to choke him, saying, You better pay me right now everything you owe me. His fellow servant threw himself face down at his feet and begged, Please be patient with me. If you just give me time, I'll repay you all that I owe. Does that sound kind of familiar? Just maybe a day earlier, the same thing was coming out of his mouth, pleading, Hey, give me more time. I'll pay you everything that I owe. I'll pay it. But the one who had his debt forgiven stubbornly refused to forgive what was owed. He had his fellow servant thrown into prison and demanded that he remain there until he repaid the debt in full. Then how quickly he forgot the pressure he was under, the debt that he owed. When his associates saw what was going on, they were outraged and went to the king and told him the whole story. The king said to him, You scoundrel! Is this the way you respond to my mercy? Because you begged me, I forgave you the massive debt that you owed me? Why didn't you show the same mercy to your fellow servant that I showed to you? In a fury of anger, the king turned him over to the prison guards to be tormented until all his debt will be paid. In the same way, my heavenly Father will deal with any of you if you do not release forgiveness from your heart towards your fellow believers. Mm. I see that last part of though, it came down to a more personal level. He ordered that person, he didn't say his wife and children this time, that that person be thrown into prison and be tortured until all his debt was repaid. I wonder if his heart changed when he got thrown in there. You know? You know, I, I just wonder at times maybe ourselves, we need to watch ourselves at times because we say, Lord, forgive me my sins. Take my debt away. And He does. Yeah, okay. But we didn't really mean it. wasn't looking at the penalty as much. We're not realizing the mercy. Didn't realize what we truly owed. We cry out. I'm sure that guy when he first cried out the king, give me more time. He didn't want to go to prison. I don't think at all he was thinking about his wife and kids. I really don't believe so. He was thinking about himself. The whole debt, wow, was forgiven. Maybe he got this attitude, well, I didn't ask for that. I asked for more time. But he decided to get rid of my whole debt. That's cool. I mean, he can afford it. Think nothing of it. He can afford it. Never done that before? 
Or somebody do it to you? You know? Anybody ever owe you money? Don't don't look around. And they don't pay you back because they can afford it. They can afford it. I mean, I borrow money from my wife all the time. I probably never pay it back. But hers is mine. Mine is hers. <clears throat> but we get this attitude, oh, well, we don't pay our debt because, oh, they can afford it. And then we lose our integrity. We talk probably not about being integrity. Integrity doing the right thing no matter who's watching, no matter what. What, what happens to you is integrity is integrity. Doing the right thing. And it goes back to earlier. Bound down to the Lord, submit to Him, following Him. Things in the way you've done them wrong in the past, boom. He'll work on them. Amen. You may have done things in the past, you got a debt you're going to owe, but the sin debt's been paid for. And you still might have made a mistake and you bought this car and you shouldn't have. And you had this car payment. God, I always stand myself from help me, Lord. I forgive you. I too believe. False debt can be a, I need a debt can be a sin. I just, I'm not saying I'll send you to hell, but I'm not saying. But you still might be stuck with a car payment until you get the car sold, right? Yeah, amen. But I look at this guy here, I'm thinking, boy, he wasn't thinking about anybody but himself. I see the attitude just because when he, when he left, he stepped out on the street and he saw the guy owed him 20000 his heart was never changed. He never thought about, man, look, I got my wife and kids with me right now. Man, we are set free. He just, inside of him, man, I want my money. May it never be with us, with the Lord. I mean, His mercy is fantastic. It's awesome. His love. His grace. But we never just take it for granted. Man, to humble ourselves before Him. Everybody's done. Oh, man. I mean, that was me. And the banker called me down. My house was paid for. Boom, boom. My wife and I, we probably could pass every day. The banker's off. And, Hi, thank you. Thank you. Amen. You ever get in the morning? Thank you, Lord. <laughs> for what, Starkey? But I just want to thank you. <laughs> yeah, here I am. Maybe the, the joy, I can't explain the joy. I think it might be a song that way. I, I can't explain the joy that the Lord gives me. He just gives me joy. Because He's forgiven. He's, he loves me. Amen. Let's keep that in mind. Let's go to Ephesians 4.32. I'll start with verse 30. Passion translation. The Holy Spirit of God has sealed you in Jesus Christ until you experience your full salvation. So never grieve the Spirit of God or take for granted His holy influence in your life. Lay aside bitter words, temper tantrums, revenge, profanity, insults. But instead, be kind and affectionate toward one another. Has God graciously forgiven you? Then graciously forgive one another in the depths of Christ's love. Wow. Words to live by. Graciously forgive one another in the depths of Christ's love. Otherwise, let Christ forgive them through you. 
Say, Lord, I just can't love them. But I can through you, Lord. Amen. Because love, again, is not an emotion. It's a decision. A couple more I won't put together here yet. I want to go to uh, Matthew 6.14. Matthew 6.14. Master tells us, And when you pray, make sure you forgive the faults of others. So you have a Father in Heaven will also forgive you. But if you withhold forgiveness from others, your Father withholds forgiveness from you. Wow. Make sure we forgive the faults of others. Again, we go back to the guy who had a billion dollar debt. And that debt was paid in full. You would think he would rejoice and saw that guy owed him twenty thousand. I'd probably walk up to him, hey, you know that twenty thousand dollars you owe me? Yes. I forgive you. Yeah, come on. Go to my house, we're gonna have hot dogs tonight on the grill. You know, celebrating the the joy. And that guy said, Man, what's going on here? Man, I have my debt forgiven. I had a lot greater debt than you. It's been forgiven. I want to celebrate. I want to share that with you. Oh, my land sakes. And next thing you know, maybe they decide they're going to start their job together. Hey, come on. Let's just start working this way and we won't have to be in debt no more. Amen? Money-wise. Well, with Jesus. God forgive us our debt. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll pick on Susan. You're looking at me tonight. Okay. Hey, I know you offended me. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. But, you know, I offended Jesus. Man, I was one of his biggest scoundrels out there, and he forgave me. I'm going to forgive you. Well, I didn't ask you to forgive me. I don't care. I'm going to forgive you anyway. Woo! And some of them know Jesus, especially, and you forgive them, that burns them up. <laughs> you know, probably our whiskey guy out here. He wants to catch us on fire of hatred. No, we love you, Lord. Can we witness what you're doing out there, God? You're going to change lives. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Man, it truly comes from our heart. We were all there at one time, maybe not whiskey bottles in front of churches, but you know what I'm saying? We were offenses of God. And all my ignorance and all my stuff I thought I was doing correctly. The perfect I thought I was. God still loved me. If He gave me my sin debt. And with that, I sometimes I had to remind myself all that He forgave me of to forgive others. Amen? I got to step the second way. Well, I, see, I, I don't know if I shared or not, but I think I talked to Chuck the other day. We live pretty close together, and out there on our county roads, we get these yahoos on these four-wheelers. Nothing on four-wheelers, but when they get out there, woo, woo, middle of the road, and spin around them, oh, gravel's going everywhere, ruts this deep. I drive my truck across, and parts fall off my truck. And I thought, you know what? <laughs> Those people, they're driving like I did 50 years ago. Amen? <laughs> Oh, God forgive me. Yes, yeah. Now I realize how much I tore Japan. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, but I caught myself. You know, like they're just doing the same thing. It's Sunday afternoon, something to do. And man, I've done the same thing. And say, wow, okay, Lord. Now, when I have the opportunity, I always share with them my viewpoint of donuts in the middle of the road. I let them know, you know, hey, I really appreciate you wouldn't do that, you know. But I see things to a different, uh, a different sight now. Amen? Amen.
Wow. And that's what He wants us to do, you know. We do the same thing. But, but forgive. And may, may our hearts not get to the point, well, i got to forgive them. The Bible says, well, we need to keep praying to get to the point, man, I want to forgive them. I want them to experience the joy that I receive from my forgiveness. And one more scripture I want to bring to you. Oh, I'm sorry, I got two more. Let's go. Let's go to Mark for a second. Oh yeah, Mark. Uh, anybody hear bells? Oh, woo! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was getting excited. I thought, man, here we I, my, now my version, AM, by a New American Standard says a trumpet, but I'll take bells. <laughs> if he wants to sound the bells, we will go. <laughs> Mark 11, uh, verse 24. <laughs> what was that? Okay. Let me get here a second. Where are we at? Yeah, this is the reason I urge you to boldly believe for whatever you ask for in prayer. Believe you have received it, and it will be yours. And whenever you stand praying, if you find that you carry something in your heart against another person, release him and forgive him, so that your Father in heaven will also release you and forgive you of your faults. But if you will not release forgiveness, don't expect your Father in Heaven to release you from your misdeeds. Wow. Now, what he's speaking of here is true forgiveness. Amen? Not lip service. So, if you're praying and seeking the Lord and you remember, man, I just can't stand Corey. Man, I remember what he did to me, Lord. But Lord... Lord, I forgive him. Uh, send me what I need. If my heart hasn't changed, I can't fool the Lord. Amen? Amen. So it could be as your prayers, oh Lord, man, I just have, I have a hard time forgiving Corey. Man, I just, God, let's concentrate for a minute about Corey. And I start seeking the Lord, and Lord, Lord. And I start praying, God, I just, I just pray for Corey. They'd be, be raised up, Father God, and, and your presence. I just, I, I, I want, I give him forgiveness. I, again, Lord, I forgive him the hurt he gave me. I really want to forgive him. And man, you, you feel that, that release. Wow. And you get back to your petition with the Lord. You're going to find yourself praying for the person that you're praying to forgive also. You know, it's just an amazing thing. Amen? But the Lord, yes. And that's how we stay in harmony with the Holy Spirit and with one another. He wants us to do that. Amen? Now, I want to take all that to our last verse today. John chapter 1, verse 10. I'll start with verse 9. It says, For the light of truth was about to come into the world and shine upon everyone. That's the Master. He entered into the very world He created, yet the world was unaware. He came to the very people He created, 
to those who should have recognized Him, but they did not receive Him. But those who embraced Him and took hold of His name were given authority to become the children of God. When we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord, we become a child of God. Are you born again today? I'm sorry, bless you. Is Jesus Christ your Savior and Lord? Have you called upon His name? That's going to be very important. Those who call upon the name of the Lord become a child of God. So what is what is God's Son's name? Oh, Jesus. Jesus is the Son of God? Okay. So when you got born again, you became a Son of God? Daughter of God? Shall we say a child of God? Do you believe in following the Word of God? Do you believe in forgiveness? Let's go back here to Matthew again. Matthew 18, verse 21. We're just about done for the day, but I pray that this will speak to you and it's going to set you free. It says, Later, Peter approached Jesus and said, How many times do I have to forgive my fellow believers who keep offending me? Seven times. He said, How often do I have to forgive my fellow brothers? Mm. And Jesus answered, Not seven times, Peter, but seventy times seven. The lesson of forgiveness in heaven's kingdom can be illustrated like this. So he is saying that we have to forgive our brothers in Christ. Amen? Not asking you to, he's saying you we need to forgive. And if you don't forgive your brother in Christ, we are sinning against God. Right? That's, we are sinning against God. That's the bottom line on that thing. He says, forgive. The brothers of Jesus. Have you? No. I believe there's one brother you have not forgiven yet. And that's yourself. Listen to that, guys. You're a brother to the Lord. Courage to the throne. Amen? Follow me on that? And you're fighting to forgive other people. But you have never truly forgiven yourself. The blood of Jesus. You gotta rely it goes back to here, this song, that's why I still have it up here. This is so awesome. To the Lamb of God who bore my pain, who took my place, who wore my shame. Woo! Look at that. To the Lamb of God who bore my pain, 
who wore my shame. Whatever your past is, whatever that was, that sin, He has taken care of that. Satan gets in your head. You're covered by the blood, the redeeming blood of Jesus. You have been forgiven. God has forgiven you. Now, learn to forgive yourself by saying, listen, under the blood, I'm covered by the blood. Forgive Him. You know? you got to do that. I don't care what has been in your past. I don't care if it's military, law enforcement, relationships, whatever it has been under the old man. He's forgiven you. And He creeps up on you. Maybe today you're in praise and worship. Man, you're getting into... Oh, man. And you start remembering things in the past. You're forgiven. You need to be obedient to the Word of God. And it starts with forgiving yourself. The King has already forgiven you. Can you, can you imagine... That guy walking out from the king, his billion dollars have been forgiven. He walks out. Huh. Hey, forgive you. Yeah, but uh, I just can't forgive myself. I mean, look at all I've done. Look at all that debt I had. That money I owed him. I feel so worthless. Even though you forgave me, I just. Oh man, I'm just. Uh, I, Wow. Recognize number one. That king could have forgive could afford to forgive your debt, amen? He choose to. You didn't ask him to forgive my debt. You trying to get more time. And he showed mercy. Man, we do better than this. Give you more time. I forgive it completely. Boom. How many people in town knew that guy owed a billion dollars? I would imagine, well, I'm not, I'm not sure, Charlie. I'm not sure. I can imagine down in the local saloon. What are you doing? Give me another whiskey. What's the matter, man? I have a billion dollars of debt, and I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I mean, people love to complain, don't they? So they love telling their own business, don't they? So probably everybody in town knew he owed a billion dollars, okay? I mean, this is my way of thinking. I know I think different. Can you imagine? He gets released from that debt. You're walking down the street. Woo, what a great day. Give me a great day, Starkey. You're a billion dollars. I owe a billion dollars. He forgave me my debt. Oh, and you know what? I forgive you the 20. I didn't mean scary. I forgive you the 20,000. Forgive me. Been set free. And he walks a little bit longer. And the guy says, How can you be so happy today? We heard about the money you owed. We know what you are. How can you be so happy? Oh no, I've been forgiven. I've been forgiven. I'm forgiven. Woo! What's the Lord of me? He forgave me. The king forgave me. How did he do that? Yeah, he just chose to. I wanted more time to pay my debt. He said, man, I've got mercy on you. Oh, and the joy. He just didn't deliver me. He delivered my wife and my children from my stupidity. He saved my household. I'm going to rejoice and tell others. How many other people are in down there say, Hey, King? Well, I imagine a lot could. I'd be right behind him. If that was you went down there, Judy, you say, Hey, forgive me. I'm going down there too. Hey, King! Hey, forgive me! 
Oh, will you forgive you? I'm going to find out. Amen? I'm going to sit back here and say, oh, no. He did it once and won't do it. I'm going to sit back here and watch everybody else in this church go down there, get their debt paid. I must have worked. And I get up and go down there, and the door's closed. Hey, man! It's too late. Wow. Kind of mind of the Lord. A day will come, that door will be closed, that door of opportunity to receive forgiveness, to receive mercy, to have everything paid off. Oh, it will be too late. I'm not going to be late. But that's how He wants us to forgive us. I'll see what He's done in your life. He's forgiven you. Forgive yourself. I'm going to close with prayer. I want to pray. But the Lord let it my heart. I want you to pray it out loud as I say it. If you want to. But I want you to hear yourself. I want you to release yourself from what God has already released you from. And remember how merciful He was with us. That we may celebrate that with others. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Let's pray. Father in Heaven, we come before You this morning. And we celebrate the debt that You paid for us. It was a debt we could not pay. It was like $10 billion. But out of Your mercy and Your love and Your grace, You paid our debt. We receive that forgiveness this morning, Lord. We celebrate our release from captivity. We celebrate the release from the hands of the evil one. And today we declare... That we are released from the hands of torment in our minds. And we declare we are set free. Paid to debt to the blood of Jesus. And no longer will this debt be a burden upon us. The Master has paid it all. And Lord, as we leave today, May we remember the debt you forgave for us. And may we extend the same to those we encounter. That God, you may receive the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name, we are set free. Amen. Amen. Give God a hand. That was awesome. That is awesome, man. That is awesome. You know, God is awesome. And He's a deliverer. He's, I mean, that's what He does. That's what He does. The folks, stay encouraged. You know? Stay encouraged, man. Stay in the Word. And he set you free, man. Just, just cast down them thoughts when they come back. And love one another. Love one another. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, we do thank You for all the blessings you've, You share with us that we may share with others. We thank You for the forgiveness of our sins. We thank You for the purpose You've given us to, to live. I mean, what I hope we have through Christ Jesus. And Father, forgive us if ever just took that for granted, Lord. 
And Father, we just pray today. We continue to pray for our nation, Father. We thank you that through your Spirit you're waking folks up. We're waking back up to the church. We'll see our purpose again. And Lord, we're taking a stand. We pray for every man and woman who are standing up, being drawn by you to step up for public office. Father, we just speak a hedge of protection around them, Lord. Woo! And you carry no weapon formed against them will, will prosper, Father. Any weapons coming their way will be exposed into the light. God, the evil will be defeated in the name of Jesus. And Father, those who are embracing evil, those who are, that's their life journey is destroy the things of you. God, we just pray today that they will be removed from power of importance, Father, be removed from that. Continue to pray for justice to be served, but Lord, also we pray that no one would perish, that they would come to the light of Jesus Christ. God, we pray protection over our children, our children's children today, and our first responders, Father, Lord, and for the families, God. And Lord, this weekend, especially for our veterans, Lord, that they recall the honor that we give them today, Father, that whatever they've done, it was not in vain, Lord Jesus. And God, anything that's been done, we seek forgiveness for, Father, if it was done outside of your realms, Lord, and you are a forgiving God. And we just look forward to the day, Father God, when the wolf and the lamb will lie down together. There'll be no war, no more sickness or death or dying, Father, in that place called heaven, Lord. But until then, strengthen your servants today, God, to do your will, that your will shall be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And to you be the glory. And may the blessings of Abraham fall upon each one gathered here today, Lord. For each one upon their children, their children's children. And we declare our inheritance, that our inheritance is a good inheritance, that each and every one shall know Jesus as Savior and Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.